We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. I was going to say, well, game baked. Episode 87. I'm Morgan. Austin. This person is who you're about to hear from. His name is Austin. Uh, saving me, but holy shit. Yeah, welcome to this week's episode of Talking Stone while getting baked, while getting high, while also talking about sports. And just being uh, dumb Morgan <laughs> as well on top of it all. No, I got you, buddy. Uh, yeah, I haven't been up to a whole lot. I had a bit of time off from work, so that was, that's been good. Uh, did some relaxing. Um, not a whole lot's going on. I know we got a lot to talk about today, uh, especially... I just want to give a big old shout out to big old dumb myself. Um, okay, this would have been recorded. Call you out. Sorry. I was, uh, I was about to call you out. So, well, I'm beating you to it. So, we this was supposed to be recorded on Monday, March 21st. However, today is Tuesday, March 22nd, and I yesterday got really really baked and completely forgot that i uh, that we were going to record so here we are recording today um <laughs> but there's still tons to talk about and yeah i'm just really excited how about yourself what have you been up to um a little bit of stuff here and there i played some dodgeball like normal but this time it's the playoffs so we played we didn't do as well as we should have against the team we're playing against and we lost so there's that um so more of that tiny epic dungeons game that's a lot of fun been playing that this past weekend also I had an interview just yesterday for the, um, it was like, do like paint lines, street sweep, and all that stuff. I already know the result. I did not get the job. And we're still just looking away, seeing what's out there again. I'm in no crazy rush i don't even know if i mentioned that i was looking i guess not so i'm looking for a new job i should start there just in case i haven't um just because it's time for a change and i want to learn more stuff i don't know why i'm trying to explain myself i don't know either it's kind of weird because i haven't interviewed in probably 12 to 15 years for a job before besides oh, man, this your job so which I didn't really count as a real interview so this has been interesting applying stuff okay. again and if nothing comes up then 
whatever, I can stick at my current job for a little bit longer yet, but right. Other than that, my life has been extremely boring, especially when you compare it to what's been going on in the hockey world of things. But before we even get to that point, we have to get even more boring, and Austin has to speak. And and get through these plugs. Well, we're going to plug away. I don't know why I said that. Um, First things first, you're going to follow us at... uh, Nope. At Podstone One, that's the main Twitter account. You're also gonna follow me at Fitz Fitzgerald because I'm awesome. Uh, you're gonna follow us on Instagram at TSWGS Pod. Uh, you're gonna rate, review, comment, subscribe, download. Please tell your friends. Like we always say, tell everyone you know. And once you've done that, tell more fucking people. Yeah, that's people. Actually, I'm gonna cut you off here. That's the okay biggest one here is telling telling people you can the people that are listening to us which we more than appreciate you can in your head say you like it you can even rate and comment as much as you want but we need more people and we want more listeners to hear stupidity so we also you, want more feedback so to let us know if we're doing it yeah that also goes a huge way but anyways continue if you weren't done i was okay well uh follow me uh twitter twitch double t's caption morgan too um and in the vr world i want to keep saying that because i like friends e I also like the TV show Friends, but we'll get there. And other than that, yeah, that's it for plugs. That's it for the show. Everyone out there. Thanks so much for watching. Wait, listening. If you're watching, then please stop. Please, please, please stop. Look away from the window. Okay, I looked at my window. You're not currently watching. Okay, I double check. I'm going to check real quick. Okay. Well, while he's doing that, I'm going to say that it is time to talk NHL. And just not listen to or pay attention to the people that are watching us right now. There is a. No one seems to be watching us, at least me. So. Okay, we're good there. We're back in business. Why we play that out, I don't know. But we did. Because we're hilarious and we can do what we want. Nobody's the boss of us here. But now we're at the start of the NHL side of things. That's true. It's time to get serious, Austin. Real serious here. And talk about some trade deadlines shenanigans that passed this Monday. So with your lazy slash stoneness actually paid off because that means all the craziness of the trade deadline, the dust was able to settle. And now 
we, mostly you, get to talk about all these trades that have gone down. Some are a lot more closer to my heart, and they're not even all to do with the the team that I cheer for. I was going to say the Flames, because it is the Flames. But do you... I don't know the best way to do this because there is so many trades. So I'm just going to hand it off to you and let you drive the ship for this part and just you can pick and choose. I have a few that, like I mentioned, I do want to talk about. If we if you don't talk about them, then I'll mention them. So free room with their buddy boy and go. All right, so yeah, there's a lot of deals. Um, there's a few. I don't know. It wasn't a it, overall. It wasn't a huge deadline. I don't think, in my opinion, but never. Yeah, it's. I mean, sometimes, but like leading up to it, it's usually or like free agency is usually bigger. Yeah, deal. but like the day of is never the all out. Really allowed to. Yeah. However, um, here's a guy that has not really worked out in a couple of places, and it's he's not very old, but he's gone to a couple of teams now. Max Domi uh, going to the Carolina Hurricanes. And I don't know. I just – I want this kid to work out, but he's just not producing like everybody. Um, but we'll see. Maybe he'll – Shoot the lights out in Carolina because Carolina is a damn good team. Um, Ricard Raquel is a player that's been noted to be on the trade deadline for or trade block for a while, and uh, Pittsburgh picking him up makes a lot of sense. Pittsburgh's been kind of going for the playoffs once again, and I mean, I think as long as you got Crosby, Malkin, Latang, you go for the playoffs, right? And yeah. until they retire, you don't stop. I mean, exactly. no team, every team goes for the playoffs, but let's be honest, at some point you realize, okay, this is rebuild time. Yeah. Um, a, lot, a guy a lot of people talked about being traded but didn't was Jacob Chikrin. Uh He was a big name for the Coyotes that a lot of people were wanting. I really wish the Canucks could have got him, but Canucks weren't in go-for-it mode. They were in sell mode, and I can talk about that in a little bit. But um, Andrew Kopp out of uh, Winnipeg uh, is going to the Rangers. He's a solid winger. Um, obviously, the big trade with uh, Chicago in, in Minnesota, sending Flurry to Minnesota. That was um, definitely one of the bigger trades of the... Definitely. And in Chicago... Itself. Yeah. yeah. And Chicago actually had to retain a bit just to make salaries work on Minnesota's side for sure. Um, so good for Minnesota. Watch out for Minnesota because they've been slumping a bit. But you put Flurry with how good of a team they are. I don't know. Talbot, that combo, that's that's a well, pretty good Tal- combo. Talbot but, just um, got shut out. So oh, good that. Uh, <laughs> and I will say too, the Rangers made a lot of deals. They also added uh, Tyler Mott from my Canucks, my Canucks, just so you know. And 
think I think the Rangers are going to like Tyler Mott. Um, I like Tyler Mott, but he made too much money. I think he made like 2.5 or 2.7 or something like that. It's just too much if you're on the fourth line. So, yeah, I um, I wish him all the best in uh, New York, and Vancouver gets some much-needed cap space. Um, Colorado added a bunch. They got Cogliano. Uh, obviously, they earlier they traded for J, uh, John Manson or Josh Manson rather from the Ducks. Um, Arturi Lekkonen from Montreal, who very is twenty six year old player, doesn't have a ton of points, but I think he can add a lot to Calgary, or Calgary, Colorado. Um, what else we got here? Um, I do. Uh, I think the Oilers will. Sorry. sorry. I was just going to say there is a few other moves that I for sure want to talk about. And I can uh, switch gears here and I'll give you a little bit too. Because there's some trades that, you know, we don't. There's a decent amount of trades and not all of them we really need to spend too much time or even any to talk about because it's just cap space, small draft picks, that type of stuff. So, yeah. But one trade that I really wanted to um, talk about, and Austin might have gone to him at some point regardless, but as a Flames fan, and a Mark Giordano fan, I was very intrigued the fact that the Kraken picked him, made him their first captain, and then traded him to which, don't get me wrong, if I'm Mark, I'm very happy I just got traded to Toronto. Of all Over the places. Kraken, that's for damn sure. He's back in Canada. He's not terribly far from where he used to play in Calgary. And he's playing for a market that is more or less going more likely going to be in the playoffs and have a reasonable shot to at least make it past the second round, a little bit better than what they usually do. Oh, they haven't made it past the first round in years. It's the first round. Okay, well, there you go. They'll make it to the second then. Hopefully. But regardless, I think it's hilarious. Like, what's Seattle doing? Why, like, why do they trade their first captain? Like, they didn't have him for a full season. It makes zero sense. I, yeah, I really don't know why they gave. I mean, I know why they gave Giordano the captaincy, I guess, but it's just, it's a tough look. Um, obviously, they sent him out because he's got a lot of salary. He's an older guy, and he's not necessarily the spring chicken he once was. On the flip side, he's still super solid defensively. Um, and I think Toronto, they kind of like the gangbusters here because I think Giordano yeah. is going to go back to playing with Brody. That's not oh, anything I've I heard. Didn't, that didn't even cross my mind there, dude, to be completely honest. I completely yeah. forgot about that. So I don't know if that's a for sure thing, but 
they have a lot of experience I mean, playing together, and I think they would be stupid not they play to together in Calgary. They were on the same line, exactly, exactly. So um, that definitely uh, leaves defense a lot better than it was. Um, yeah, talked, I don't know what. What I was just going to say, we've talked multiple times that Sherry has been mostly directed at their goaltending, but if you can't get better goaltenders, then the next best thing is to get better defensemen. 100%. Because it, Matthews and players, are those, they're still going to put up four points a night. You know, three to two to four points a night. Yeah, but if but you if get more defensive stops... Then you're not, you know, you're not going to have to go into overtime where, you know, lose those five four games as often. <laughs> exactly, or not have to go up five nothing and then or whatever, and then have to fight for it in the end. Anyway, a huge <laughs> great trade for Toronto. I think uh, Seattle really not sure what they're doing. I guess they're just going for the build for the future, get draft picks, get whatever, but. Weird trade. Weird trade I mean, they're for doing uh, what a typical expansion team should have to do from the get go. Like lots of people don't realize that Vegas Oh, Vegas was completely an outlier. It's it's the different thing. It was the first time the NHL had an expansion team in quite some time. I believe lots of GMs were Unaware of the proper approach to take to deal with their teams at that situation, and Vegas got a lot of good players. Yeah, but um, anyway, yeah, Seattle. I I mean, hopefully this just works out for them long term because obviously Giordano wasn't going to be the long term option in Seattle. No. Um, and Leafs get a rental defenseman who is going to definitely help their defense. So I, I see this as a good trade, at least for the Leafs. The Leafs well, now and Seattle later. Yeah, I was just trying to see. Oh, here it is. Seattle is also 50% of Giordano's contract. So Toronto gets... Mark Giordano at 50% of that kind of honestly massive contract at this point of his career. And he he still can re-sign with Toronto for another one year at a time or a couple of years. That w- I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all. He's not signing at $7 million again or whatever he's at. No, definitely not. But yeah, I could see it. If he's ready to, if he is not ready to lace up the skates or tie up the skates or fucking hang up the skates, hang up the skates. That's the one. And a couple second round picks and a third round pick that Seattle gets. That's definitely goes a long way on an expansion team or any team, really. Oh, for sure. But I also kind of wanted to keep on the defensive side of things just to get this one talked about is Brett Kulak. I, did you mention him going to 
I was going to at one point, but I forgot. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. Um, he was traded from Canadians to the Oilers, which is another solid defenseman that will help the Oilers. <coughs> excuse me, help the Oilers out tremendously because that's another team where McDavid. Yes, they're capable. Yes, they're capable of scoring, well, not scoring four points or four goals, but like getting the four points type deal and getting all those goals that they need to in order to win some games. But when you add a defenseman just like what Toronto did, a solid defenseman, it goes a long way. But do you know more about Oh, there's little kids outside the apartment. I'm not sure if that was picked up. Anywho, do you know more about this Brett Kulak? I don't know tons about him. Uh, I do know, I believe that he's pretty, again, defensive responsibility. And like you said, right, uh, Oilers need an improvement in goalie. Can't do that. So next best thing, get some defense. And... Kulak is not I don't think he's a guy that's gonna like get them to the Stanley Cup or anything but I do think he helps it's it's an improvement I think I can also see like in majority of these trades we see the 50% salary is being uh, contained in a lot of these uh Trades that we've been talking about, at least. A lot of salary retention because a lot of teams are pretty close to the salary cap. The playoff teams, there's a reason why. Well, that's one of the reasons why they're playoff contenders is because they spend a lot of money to get very high-skilled players on their team. So it just... And now, yeah, in trade deadline, it, they still want. It's going to be very interesting to see all these teams that make all these so-called Stanley Cup pushes, but only one team still can win it. Like we saw Wild add Flurry, we saw Toronto and Edmonton add defensemen. Oh, we didn't even talk about Florida getting Claude Giroux. No, I assumed you would bring that up, and you just did talk about it. Yeah, I mean, Claude Giroux, um, especially if you're a Flyers fan right now, it's gotta, it's going to be really strange seeing him in a Panthers jersey because uh, he just recently hit his 1,000 games played with the Flyers. So, yeah, it's there's a lot of talk about Giroux moving. Um, it was basically... A lot of talk about Colorado at first, but Colorado, I don't think, could make it work. Um, and also, it, after that, Claude Giroux would only waive the no trade to go to Florida. And he wanted to go to Florida. So they made it work. And I think you earn it. I think you earn that after a 1,000 games in the NHL at the skill level that he has. And he's not, as, he's not a number one center anymore, especially on a Stanley Cup team. But you put him on the second or third line. That's an incredible third line. 
or really good second line. Like I, I don't see this as a bad thing for Florida, Florida. They do give up a prospect in Owen Tippett and a pick, I believe, or two, but uh, they're going for it too. Right. You talk about teams that are going for it. Uh, Florida, they're really hot. They're really good. And they just added a really solid dude in uh, Claude Giroux. Yeah, and I also believe that um, Claude or whatever the fuck his name is, I think he wanted to go to Florida because of family stuff. Like, and, you know. And that's totally fair. Yeah. I don't blame him one little bit. Not at all. Any other trade like this is basically going to be the entire hockey portion of this episode is trade trade deadline stuff. I do have one more. Excuse me, it's flames related, so I'm letting you get out all the well, prior trades. I, I got something. Um and this is a trade that the Canucks made that a lot of people made fun of the Senators for making. So Travis Hamanick, not a super great defenseman, usually probably like a number six, number seven guy in your defensive lineup. Definitely not on a Stanley Cup team, but on an average team. And it makes about $3 million. And... We wanted to get rid of him. We needed to make some cap space. So Ottawa Senators gave us a third round pick, basically, to also give us $3 million in cap space this year and next year. Um, I thought it was an absolutely excellent trade because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Ottawa's doing, but I think Canucks came out like bandits on that one. And then also getting Travis Dermott from the Leafs for a third round pick. So they improved their defense. They made their defense younger by seven years and they cut about a million and a half off the salary cap. So I think it was a pretty solid trade deadline uh, for my team based on what we're trying to do right now. Well, that sounds understandable. And as far as, Ottawa and Travis Hammond goes like he used to play for Calgary. He's a when he's healthy, he's a decent, solid defenseman, and he hasn't gotten any better with age. I'll tell you that. You don't like that statement. All right. Well, he maybe used to be. I I still think he could help benefit Ottawa and. Probably, maybe. I guess he really was not too good for for the Canucks. Oh, not at all. Not at all. But time will tell. Um, I also know, just because it involves our two teams, I know Canucks claimed Brad Richardson off of waivers. That's... He's one of those guys that you'll see in and out of those the fourth line and Canucks aren't going to make the playoffs anyways, so why make any big trades? So that's yeah. that's what I look at. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Nothing. Nothing to come back on with that. All right. I got yeah. nothing. Um. Well, I got just one more smaller trade. It was a massive trade on the Flames part, but it kind of it was a big enough trade to catch me off guard because I really didn't think they were going to do too much. They did trade some goalie I never even heard of to Ottawa, I think, as well. Basically, Ottawa's taking everyone's cap space. This was yeah. happening. Um, but Austin, you already know what player I'm going to talk about, so please help me with this name that was traded by also Seattle. And that's Kale... Callie Yarncrock. Yarncrock. Callie Yarncrock. All right. I know I can't say it properly. I also know what's his face. I'm having Lynch. Um, I know he couldn't say it when he announced oh, it. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch had a problem with that name. He did not like it. <laughs> but we talked about it a little bit off air. And it's an, another depth player for the Flames, and they're making it is another team like the Wild, Toronto, Edmonton. All these teams are seem to be making a push. It's kind of nice that three of them are Canadian teams. That makes me very bubbly inside as a Canadian. Oh yeah, uh, but. Yeah, he's another depth guy, and now Calgary has six suites. Um, I don't know what they're trying to do there, but hey, whatever works. He's a decent, decent forward, so I'm excited to see what he can do with Calgary. Do you have anything else that you want to talk hockey-wise before – didn't you mention that you, or did we talk about it already, where you wanted to add something where it looked like a deal was going to go through? Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, yeah, so the Evgeny Dadunov situation, and I'm, heard, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already heard by now, uh, but this is a crazy story. Um, Evgeny... Dadunov uh, originally was traded from um, Ottawa to Vegas. Um, but he apparently had an trade clause, but he waived it. But then he thought it would come back, but apparently it didn't, but it still is technically there. So then Vegas traded him to and the Anaheim Ducks. Um, but the Ducks were on his 10-team no-trade list. Oh, no. <laughs> so the trade was submitted, and uh, part of the trade was uh, 
Ryan Kessler, who <laughs> doesn't play anymore. He's on LCIR. He hasn't played for a while. Um, and John Moore, a defenseman, and uh, basically AHL defenseman. But it's a really weird situation because especially, like, think think about if you're dead enough right now. One team you specifically put down you didn't want to be traded to so you could play for them, potentially. Or you now go back to the team that tried to trade you even though they're pretty sure that you couldn't be traded to that team. It It's a very weird situation. Um, but I will say maybe after the season or whenever they can do that again, I don't see Dadnoff staying. If the trade is, is voided and it doesn't go through, I don't see Dadnoff staying in uh, Vegas longer than this off season. That's for damn sure. Well, this is probably supposed to be another one of those rental moves would be my guess. Right. But because yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weird situation. Um, and the NHL is, yeah, it's 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 weird right now. It doesn't make a lot of sense, and people are going over it. There could be arbitration involved and all kinds of legal aspects because there's contracts involved and whatnot, right? But uh, me as a dummy, basically just looking at it like this is this is an interesting interesting situation that I'm kind of not in. Yeah. And it just baffles me that the NHL allowed or just they should really just get their shit together. This type of stuff should not be happening. No, no, it shouldn't. At this level level. (laughs) the trade should not have gone through. Um, But yeah. Yeah, it's up to the teams and the NHL to stop that because I've Pretty sure the NHL has to approve every trade. Oh, yeah. And- every trade has to come through the, what is it, the central registry by 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern. And if it hasn't come through or if the call isn't still on, like when by the time it's strikes three, then done. Yeah, because it's just like any league. The, the commissioner or whoever, the head honcho of the leagues, they all have to put their stamp of approval on this crap. So that's a lot I of actually, money. I, I learned something about the trade deadline this year, actually, which I thought was kind of interesting. So four trades uh, submitted. You also have to send an email. Um, I'm surprised it's not really nowadays. Right? Well, email's better than fax back in the day. But... Um, Email, so you email, but you have to in that email have the exact details of the trade, all the parameters, all the conditions, everything. And if it's written incorrectly or if it's whatever, the wording doesn't make sense, it doesn't, it's just void and it just won't go through. So there's definitely been trades in the past where because the wording was wrong, it didn't go through, which is wild. Teams should have lawyers upon lawyers upon 
head executive. Well, yeah. They all like quadruple well, checking that. The thing is, making a trade during during just the regular season, not on the trade deadline, there's not that pressure, right? There's not that time pressure. You can take days or weeks to make a trade. But yeah, the pressure on trade deadline day can lead to some mistakes, I would think. And the smart teams, which we've seen quite a few teams already do trades a few weeks prior to the – like. The deadline is just, it's not the only day you can do trades. It's just the last day you can. Well, I think that's what, oh, sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say, it doesn't mean every team has to wait till that day to all of a sudden do trades, which it seems like so many teams does. Yeah. And I think, I think teams are finally, because probably about 10, 15 years ago, Lots of trades did happen on trade deadline day, but as you said, like over time, teams have realized, hey, you know, we don't we don't have to just panic at the end. Uh, we can make trades a week, two weeks, three weeks out, and have that player already be getting more chemistry with our team, as opposed to waiting. I don't know. It doesn't make yeah. as much sense to do it on the day. Yeah, it makes zero sense. Hell, even the unboxing. Day isn't just one day more. It's an entire fucking. Uh, there's a halfway to Boxing Day sales and shit. Anywho, we can all tell how I. I don't know why I brought that up, but I did. <laughs> it kind of fits. Um, my voice kind of cracked there. That's puberty. I, it comes and goes. I don't think that's how it works, but okay. I decided when I want to feel mature. Is that better? I suppose so. Anywho, any is that enough hockey for you? Are you all hockeyed out yet? Yeah, I think that's sufficient hockey. Wait, because I kind of well again, this is a very Austin episode. This. I like it. I'm taking a little break. Oh, I'm just going to sit back. I might have a little toke. Um, but Mr. Austin, he decided to throw in some more baseball news because, like we mentioned last episode, that the league has officially called out off the lockout. Teams are back at it. Spring training is full force. Like, it's three weeks before the regular season starts. It's kind of nuts right now. Oh, yeah. Baseball is back. Yeah. 162 games. Um, There's a bunch more. They're actually still figuring out some of the exact rules that's going on and all that stuff. I'm very, very excited. And even, like, that's just something about, even though we didn't really miss that many baseball, because I think, no, they're still doing the full 162. I believe that's what they normally do in a season. I don't know. They do a shit ton. Yeah. And... 
but I'm not the biggest baseball fan all the time, but even a guy for, for like myself, I'm damn excited for baseball. It's beautiful here in Saskatchewan. It's supposed to be like double digits here tomorrow, I think. Ooh. Or by Thursday. I guess I didn't mention that in the at the top, but it's it's been nice. Um oh I do have that did remind me one thing real quick. I, I should have mentioned at the top is the funniest thing and only only in Saskatchewan, the first day of spring, which was this Sunday, it snowed. Anywho, <laughs> you can continue. Yeah, that sounds like Saskatchewan. That's okay. Monday was nice out again, so whatever. Hey, what are you gonna do? Um, so you brought to my attention some of the craziness because we're Canadian, we like the Blue Jays. We're not gonna talk about all the stuff that's all of a sudden happening at the snap of the fingers with all the teams. We're also, well, we're not expert on any sports, but baseball, we definitely lack it. We're not going to lie to you. But I know home we, runs are good. I know home runs are good. And I know when players get a bunch of monies, yeah. um, I know they're also good players in theory. So, like I said probably too many times by now, Austin brought to my attention about some stuff the Blue Jays have been doing during spring training and all that stuff. And the first thing is the big, huge thing in our eyes is they inked star infielder Matt Chapman, I think you say his name. Oh yeah. To a multi-year extension. Um, I'm trying to figure out the exact details. Two um, years. Two years. Yeah. And they've the Blue Jays did quite a few deals to avoid going to arbitration, which you never wanted to deal with that whenever you can not deal with the union bullshit that's the always a good thing my yeah good yeah, thing my 100% book. but but since you forced me to talk about this I did talk about it no I don't want to yeah <laughs> so anyway uh <laughs> I want to yeah, like, for talk for a little bit for sure. So Morgan, uh, Morgan and I, obviously, like you said already, uh, Blue Jays fans by default, right? Because Canada, for whatever reason, only has one baseball team. Used to have more, but that's beside the point. Um, anyway, the Blue Jays have been excellent the last little while, and they've just been adding a uh, big trade. They brought in Matt Chapman. I didn't realize they still had to re-sign him, so... Getting them signed up for two years, uh, shoring up your your third baseman is an all star, right? So, 
He's 28. He's won three-time Gold Glove winner and All-Star team in 2019. Like, you just said Gold Glove, just so you know. Okay, well, I did mean to say Gold Glove winner. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he shores up an excellent team already, so I'm sure – watch out for the Blue Jays this year. Um, And then, obviously, they uh, re-signed – uh, well, yeah, you said talking about avoiding arbitration with Guerrero and her, yep, right. yes, which was important. Those are the other two players I was just going to mention. It's yes, it's players that they already had on their team because we also have to remember one of the things that was locked out during the lockout was no free agencies, nothing, nothing like that was allowed to happen. So all the stuff, all, all the stuff, all of a sudden, the drop of the hat, I'll use a different analogy this time, is happening. And it's kind of crazy. And it kind of makes me wish, I don't want lockouts to happen, but it kind of makes me wish that there's a rule in place where you're you weren't allowed to like make everything happen in a month prior to regular season, then fuck it, let's go. Let's get some baseball or hockey or football going. Let's get her done. Just pack it. Yeah, just pack it all in one free agency, spring training, training camps, all that deal. Preseason games all in one month. For football, you have like the combines and all that deal, all in one shebang. Sounds great. Yeah, I love the high pace, to be completely honest. That's fair. I think we more or less just wanted to talk a little bit about Blue Jays because you and me are very, very excited. So is there anything else that you want to mention? Because this still makes me very, very jealous when all these players are getting a buttload of money for something that... Is not the most difficult task. <laughs> I mean, they do it at a very high level, but the task itself is not. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. You throw and hit a ball, <laughs> right? But you got to be some of the best people at hitting that and throwing that ball yes. in the world. But you can be the world record paper plane thrower. That doesn't mean much. It's about the value others put on it. But anyway, (laughs) uh, I think I'm good on baseball. Perfect. Me too. I just, was it like April 14th, I think, is when they start up here. So, yeah. Can't wait. But I do want to talk a little bit about football.
even though it's CFL and it's still very, very boring. <laughs> but I like football and I don't want to talk about it. So fuck you all. Fuck everyone that's <laughs> tell me not okay more. Calm down. Well, all right, let's okay. get through this. Maybe I, actually, I might not calm down with what I'm about to talk about. Oh, okay. The, the CFL, folks, hear me out here. They want to change the one main thing, and this has been the most serious talks that I've personally ever heard of it happening. But they want to change the most important thing in my eyes and majority of people's eyes, I would say vote CFL football and change it from three downs to four downs. When I say that, it makes me almost want to barf in my mouth. I've heard the argument of people saying it's going to speed up the game. It does not do such a thing, my friends. You're going to see more runs, which will slow down the pace of the game. You're going to see more plays, which in football, that doesn't... When you're doing more of something, I'll explain something very simple. When you do more of something, it does not take time away from doing less of something. Because it's simple math. And if you (laughs) fuck around with my three-down football game, yes, I will still go watch. Yes, I'll still have season tickets. But I will be angry, guys. I will be serious. (laughs) Don't do it, please. Please, for the love of God. I don't want to see me when I'm angry. I'm scarier than the Hulk. If he is wrapped up in a bunch of bubble wrap, because I'm really not that scared of a guy. But, please don't change it. Um, I really, get get, I really want to get your opinion on the whole four down situation. They've talked about it before, but this like Randy Ambrosi's been going on his um, little tour throughout all the teams and stuff, and he's been mentioning it multiple times throughout this tour. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It's the CFL. That's one of the parts that that's one of the things that sets it apart from other football leagues, notably the NFL. So for them to completely get rid of that and, and institute the, um, the four downs. I just, I mean, like you said, I'll still like the CFL, but it's just, you're changing the game. I think just for the sake of changing the game. And I don't think that's necessarily a good idea. So I don't know. I, uh, I really hope they don't because I just, I don't think it's a good idea. Fair enough. Um, to basically add a little bit more 
content. There is one more thing that I want to make sure I we get to, but so we'll spend not too long on the last little bit here. <clears throat> Excuse me. But there's a few other changes that are more rumors than not. But I kind of just want to go through them quick and get each other's opinions on what we think of them, if they should happen or whatever. You, you guys understand opinions. I don't know how to explain it to you. You're all smart, right? Wow. Okay. I was really hoping there wasn't going to be silence. Anywho, um, one of the changes that's been talked about before is yes, we're just going to look right past that, is the play clock. In the CFL is 20 seconds. And the NFL is 40. Um, that's another thing that really helps the speed of a CFL game is the play clock. And I'm okay that I don't have to wait for almost a full minute, excuse me, for a play to get off. Like it's, but. 20 seconds is a little too short. Possibly maybe 25 even. Something like that. Is, you know what? 25 is my answer. Austin. <laughs> okay. Do you like the um, 20 second play clock that the CFL has? Or? I'll be honest. I don't have an overly strong opinion. On the play clock. Moving right right along. The next thing is ratio change. I've said this multiple times. I believe get rid of the ratio. Let the best players play. Whoever wants to come play up Canada, there's lots of football players. Get the best ones. All play football. I'll have a great time. And it's going to be great football. High quality football. High quality talent. Athletes, no bush league, nothing like that. It's going to be great. Let's do it up. Austin, stop me from talking like this. I don't know how to stop you from talking like that. However, I can stop you from talking or at least talk. Um, But I don't know what to say. Do you like the ratio? I... I agree, right? It's with you. I I don't think I don't know best players, right? If we want the best product. The only way to get the best product is to have the best players. Not limiting with ratios or things like that. I don't. I love the Canadian player aspect, but the teams are in Canada. It's a Canadian game. I'm not upset about that. If there's more Americans or more whatever, whoever is the best. Yeah, like I've always argued, it's the rules, like the three downs, that make it the Canadian game and not necessarily the ratio. Right. We got two more here, real swift like This one, I don't disagree with, and it says, end the cap. I think there should be a cap in all sports because... And that's even coming from a huge Ryder fan, which let's 
face it, makes, you know, a little bit more money than like a team like Toronto or Ottawa or even BC it lots of times. And, or at least in recent times, I right. should say. But you you want teams to be on even playing field throughout. Like it just makes it a lot more interesting to watch when there's a little bit more. Like not every, I'm not saying every team is 500 record and all that deal. That would also be very boring. But just every team have the same shot at building their rosters. So I say keep the cap. Sure, the cap might be should be higher, but I say keep it overall. Yeah, I I agree with the cap because I mean if there isn't a cap, then I don't know what's stopping teams from just like buying all the good players. <laughs> There used to not be caps in sports before, and it just there's a reason why they're put back in. Yeah, or put in in the first place. But yeah, I agree. Um, one last thing, I clicked on something and it got away from my article that I was reading. Oh, look, we're back. Okay, we're we're back. Okay, we're back. Good, good, good. Um which is very good because it's very exciting. Move the posts or not to move the posts. So, because lots of this is in comparison to the NFL rules and how the NFL is set up, and they have their field goal posts um, at the back and the end of the end zone. We have ours at the front. I would be all favor if we were exactly like the NFL when it comes to the field goals, move it to the back of the end zone. It doesn't fear with the passes and the runs and all the zizzes that goes zizzes. Josh Austin. Um, and okay. <laughs> we've seen multiple times with you know, the ball hitting the upright and then it's being a dead ball and all that deal. So move them back, put a net and, you know, the ball gets kicked into the stands anyways and there's always people waving arms. Can we have our ball back? Because we can't afford more. Um, <laughs> just tossing net up there fire those people and then yeah just deal with it that way sure the kickers oh no they have to work a little harder and kick the ball a little farther well suck right. it up and just get better yeah just, yeah just get better and deal with it I would be all favor for that I'm I dig that I would agree with that one last thing that I do want to talk about in the CFL side of things, and it actually makes me chuckle. And it may or may not also make Austin chuckle. We will find out soon enough. But that is 
Well, the Edmonton Elks, they signed, pulled him out of retirement, a receiver named Darius Bowman. We talked about it a few episodes ago. I made fun of it a few episodes ago. I'm going to make fun of it again because he retired again, guys. <laughs> He's back in retirement, not a few couple weeks coming out of like, oh, sorry, two months. Time flies, apparently. Yeah. I mean, of, course, of course, times fly when you're doing this amazing podcast. That's true. The weeks just fly by. Doesn't that sound... <laughs> <Promising> <laughs> but, like, we've heard of one-day signings before and all, all that deal. And, yes, Bowman, he did play with Edmonton for a good chunk of time, won a great cup. All that stuff, but this is no none of those one day signings that was going on. Something else happened. Maybe it had something to do with the fact he saw it. Because there was also rumor we're gonna go slightly over an hour here, and that's fine. There was a rumor that Chris Jones was talking to Drawn Carter. Um way before he signed anyone else. and But he told Gron to keep it on the down low in order to try and keep some more... Because lots of players don't necessarily like playing with Carter. So Jones was like, well, we want to get these players... He signed them and then signed Carter. And now maybe Bowman might be one of those players like, hold up, I don't I didn't sign him up for this crap. I was happier in retirement than I thought. Don't want to deal with this Damn. crazy stuff. Like people are saying Edmonton's in in the news, which they are, and lots of it is good reasons, but I still think some of the roster stuff that they've been doing is kind of a joke. Um, if it works out, then we'll be the ones getting laughed at, which I'm kind of in favor for, but I don't know. It, it was shocking to see that Bowman retired when I was looking through what to put on the agenda. That's fair, yeah. That's enough of us. Do you have anything else you want to add before we close up there? Good, sir. Uh, one last time for the people in the back. Austin's a jerk and can't remember to do the podcast on the right day. But hey, we got the podcast done. Yeah, and it worked out. We had lots of content. That's and true. A little bit more awake. I had, I had my crazy dodgeball. I was slightly tired anyways. It all worked out in the end. Don't beat yourself up too bad unless you videotape it and let me watch. Time to do my stoner stand.
statement. Um, very easy. Hockey, we talked trade deadline. Baseball, we talked Blue Jays. And football, do not fucking change the three downs. Everyone out there. <laughs> Everyone out there. Stay stoned. Listen to Austin. And stay safe. Bye. Yeah.